This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. everybody well that was fun wasn't it that was fun a first game of the season I think we all have to acknowledge at first that yes it was against the QPR side who were not the best but we weren't going to beat anybody else put in front of us today we only had QPR to play is that the worst that we're going to see in the championship in terms of opposition crikey who knows who knows but we look like a side for once who, and I don't know if you remember how many managers we've had this last four seasons, how many times have we turned up and said, well, I wonder what they've been doing on the training ground all week. For seven weeks, Valerian Ishmael has had these guys in the ones who were in the starting lineup. He's had them in pre-season, and we can at least see what he's done. You can see more movement. You can see a, a, a damn sight more uh, level of enthusiasm. And a real level of coherence. We look more than the sum of our parts for a change. So Valerian, first of all, first box ticks in that regard. But again, and we're always going to have to come back and remind ourselves that today we were facing QPR and they weren't good. But let's face it, that's the same QPR who haven't been good and have rolled us 3-2 and 1-0 last season. What can we say? But anyway, we got points. We are back. It's a new season. So if anything you want to say jump on and to let us know what have you thought about the preseason what did you think was good today what did you think was worrying do you want to talk about Dan Backman's distribution because that's clearly where some work is needed but he's got he's got the contract to do it we shall see but I hope everybody enjoyed it despite the uh, the weather in the build-up to the game Justin sir Justin hello you, ha- you happy chap you yes so I'm a happy so. chap I'm a happy chap, and that that first half was amazing. That was that made up for all of the, well, not all of it, but it made up for a lot of the terrible things that we saw last season. Uh, we have to remember we were playing a QPR side that weren't particularly good. I don't want to bring things down. I'm not going to bring things down, but like I said to you on the way out of the ground, 
the first game for Billich last year, we beat Stoke 4-0. And so let's just let's let's just bear that in mind. But yes, much better. Much, much better. I like Dave or Czech for Dadzi as he's probably better known. I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, buoyant, Peter. Buoyant. Oh, there you go. That's what a buoyant that's what a buoyant Justin sounds like for those people who didn't know. Yeah, I think it was just really good. The thing in the first half, and it'd be interesting to hear what everybody else wants to say, what your thoughts were. But Kia, who I was surprised started, not because I'd seen anything anymore, but literally from the Boreham Wood game. But he gave he gave QPR a nightmare by cut, cutting inside all the time, as did Morris. But he cut inside. The loser and Semmer would push up. And then the ball would go to Porteous and he'd bring it out and basically just he'd just come forward and QPR just backed off and backed off because the fullbacks were doing things that they weren't quite used to, creating overloads in interesting areas and keeping the ball really well. I agree. And I think we need to have a vote. All those who think that we should all conclusively call Georgie Chakvaladze, who was a lot of fun in the second half, all those who think we should call him Dave, Raise your right hand or something or other. No, put just put just type Dave in on the on 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 the comments and the Twitter. That'll be good. That'll be good because he was a lot of fun. Oh, lots of lots of stuff to enjoy. Lots of stuff to enjoy. Anyway, guys, anybody who wants to say anything, do let us know. Is it true? I did see a suggestion that there was a song ringing out in the rookery end, and if you know what I mean, you'll know what song it was. So do let us know if that was the case. But first of all, let's go across to to somebody who will be. Oh, crikey. Or dreadfully smug, who will be dreadfully smug, but not as smug oh. as Carl. Not as smug oh, as Carl. No, no, no. Carl, for anybody who's been who's been daft enough to look at the preview show, will see that Carl had Watford 4, QPR nil, mainly because of our QPR friends' lack of optimism, which I think we saw bore out today. But there we go. But we'll go up to another optimistic soul. In Wendover Horn, it's a Saturday evening. It's obviously going to be a takeaway curry. And Mrs. Wendover, please hide in a cupboard. He's on his way back, and he's going to be all, all enthusiastic. Greg, <laughs> yeah, I loved it, loved it. And I've been telling you for weeks, be optimistic. And my word was that good. People are saying, yeah, first day of the season. Let's not get carried away. It's not just that; it's the style in what we did it, and that press. And the way every player left a hundred, left it all on the pitch. Ah, oh, raptures, mate, raptures. Now maybe we're going to have an enjoyable season. Win, lose or draw, we're going to have an enjoyable season. Loved it. Love Dave the Magic Man. Love him. I think yes. I think Dave is definitely the way to go for Dave the this. Magic Man. I- it was nice because uh, I really liked it because the first half was was excellent. And for me, I know Loser got the man of the match. It might be worth actually doing a bit of a poll for man of the match there, Justin. Pete, all of them, all it, of them. I thought Tom Deli Bashiru was fabulous, but he's probably going to be if you got a goal 34 seconds yeah. in, very possibly. But hey, it was it was most pleasing. It was most pleasing indeed. In terms of, I'm, I'm going to do to I'm going to do to you what I do to Ron, but in reverse, because we all know that you're very positive and you're very hopeful. There, I would ask for you, where did you see the opportunities for improvement? Where were the negatives? Who wouldn't be at the top of the team table? Well, t- t- today, I can't criticise any of them. And I'll give man of the match to the whole team, yeah? Can't criticise one of them. 
Yeah, we need a number nine. We do need. I thought Bayo had a good game, but we need another. Yeah. We need another ni- number nine. I thought we needed a DM, but I was impressed by seeing out in possession. He's playing in midfield. Out of possession, he drops into the back three to make a back three. Yeah, you know, yep. love it, loved it, and I thought he played well. People will say, "Oh, yeah, but QPR were rubbish." You can only beat what's put in front of you. You can only beat what's put in front of you. We, but yeah, we probably need a, a, another D. I think we might need two strikers, not one, because Val does like to change strikers around. And I'm hoping, looking at the Udinese squad, there's two strikers there that aren't going to get game time. One's called Brenner, and I gave you the name of the other one before the name. Samedi? Samedi? Samadi? Oh, Samedo. Samedo, I think, is. Oh, I think two. Brenner, they, they have bought, but he is back on loan with his, uh, with his original is, club till, Pete, till the end of the season. Pete, I don't think he is. I think that's, Because you saw him in Italy. I think that's wrong on Wiki. I think he's back. But, yeah, yeah, two, for me, two strikers, a DM, and, yeah, that's, and maybe one or two others, but I think that's definitely what we need once you get a few injuries and, and so forth. But another point I'd like to make... I think they've beefed Martins up over the summer. He, he doesn't seem as fragile and, and so likely to fall over now. I think they've, they've done a bit of a Jao Pedro on him and beefed him up a bit. I, I was impressed with Martins. I was impressed with all of them, Pete. Impressed with all of them. Well, in, in, in the first pre-season game of the season, the only one that I think we were able to get to was, was the Boreham Wood game, which I went to, and he played on the same position. And he kept trying to go at the guy, but he just didn't really, he didn't really quite have it in him at the time. He'd only just joined. It was early in pre-season. But yeah, no, I thought he was a bundle of fun yeah, today. Yeah. Uh, it was the first game where I think, feel like, I've come, come away with just a stupid Cheshire Cat grill. Yes, mate. Yeah. Because it was fun. It was yeah. fun indeed. But, well, we'll see what we get in with the forwards. I think they can still they can still enhance that squad. Uh, one one swallow does not a summer make. No, I get that. I, I get that. And I do, you know, a couple of more points. Oh. I noticed looking at the names, Ron isn't on at the moment. Now, Ron... When we win and do well, you've got to come on because you give plenty when we don't, Ron. I hope you come on, mate. I hope you come on. And yeah, food of tonight, I've just put, <laughs> I've, I have just put a text into Mrs. W and the choice is shish kebab because I kid myself that they're healthy because they're grilled chicken and salad with a bit of bread and I had quite a calorific uh, breakfast or or all Chinese, so I'm wa- I'm waiting for the the WhatsApp to come back with with, with my good lady's order. Oh, I like to hear that. this is this is a good thing. Bearing in mind, I think I, over the close season, I described a, a bounty ice cream as one of my five a day. I am in no position to criticise this particular <laughs> choice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we're all we are all in favour of kebabs and these things. But hey ho, look, well, Mrs W, get your order in. And then get hiding. You may have to block the door because Wendover's all all unnecessary, yeah, yeah. as we know. Yeah, yeah. As brace we know. yourself. Brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brace yourself. Yeah. So just are you going to are you going to Stevenage? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Got a ticket for Stevenage. Got a ticket. For... Would you put the Would you put the under twenty ones out? As I appreciate a lot of the there's a lot in the squad anyway. Or would you put in the kind of the, the a mix and match? What would you do? I think I put Hamer in goal. I think put a few of the under twenty. I think I'd give Greavesy a run out. 
the bench that didn't get on the pitch today would play for me. Riggs Healy's going to play, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, a few under-21s in. A few from today might have to play because we just don't have the bodies, do we? But, yeah, look, Tuesday night, I'm not that bothered. I'm going because it's a game of football and what for the playing. But uh, it's ecstatic today. And I don't want to say I told you, Justin, but I did tell you. Greg. Oh, <laughs> here he goes. Greg, my friend, <laughs> listen, it's the first game of the season against the poor QPR. <clears throat> Two years ago, we beat Q uh, Aston Villa on the first game of the season. Look what happened. Yeah. Last year, we won the first game of the season. So they're, they're good game today. Very enjoyable. Yeah, but, but just what, what you forget, mate, against Villa... The warning signs were there. We went and we we could have lost it or drawn it at the end because second half we were atrocious. For me, there were no warning signs today. There were there wasn't one warning sign. I thought every player gave it all. I love the system. I love the press. I just love it. And I think we're going to be. Greg, I think we're going to be entertained, Justin. Win or lose or draw, we're going to get entertained. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. But if you don't get a puncture on the first mile of a thousand mile journey, doesn't mean it's going to be a good thousand mile journey. So let's no. yeah, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, enjoy yeah. the win. Brilliant game. But I'm not getting carried if away. I've got, I'll, I'll bring the RAC away. though, mate. I've got cover. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> All right. Cheers, lads. Cheers, mate. Have a See good ya. evening. Miss, Mrs. Wendover, good luck. What can we say? Let's, let's, bring in, let's bring in Katie. You haven't spoken to Katie for a little while. And, and see what her thoughts... Hello, Katie. Hello. What did you think of the first day? What did you think of the first day? It was brilliant. It was the best football I've watched in ages. Oh, oh well, there you go. It can't <laughs> be bad. It can't be bad, can it? If you're going to bring out a man... If you're going to pull out a man of the match of that, vast Wendover, but, of course, he's staunchly refusing, as all right-minded people should do to all of my requests, who would you pick out for man of the match? you think Loser was the man? You're, yes, I... Honestly, it was hard because they were all really good. I'd maybe say loser, or I thought I really thought Martins really stepped up today. I don't really remember being that impressed with him last season, but he really played well today. I thought he was just doing everything. Good stuff. Good stuff. If we're gonna, if we're gonna. I know we've been linked to a number of, of players and people have spoken about on, on Twitter spaces here and other places about people like Kiefer Moore. Sorry, Cabba, the lad who was on loan at Cardiff last season and scored in their goal against us, who's at Micheland. And if you don't know Micheland, they're in Denmark. I think they're in the Champions League and they've just signed the Korean lad that we were after. Now, bearing in mind he was surplus to requirements last year and they put him on loan to Cardiff, they've already signed a new player. He might be one that, that we might be linked with. Is there any other positions other than a forward that you think we should we should be looking to make good on? I think because when I saw the team this morning, this afternoon, I was like, wow, this is almost like a B team of what was playing last season, and I didn't have great hopes for it. But the team that came out was almost like a different bunch of players, and it's so great to see that obviously the head coach has got this out of them because it was almost like it was there but obviously there was a lot going on last season and we've obviously had a huge clear out which has probably helped I think the players who played today are great they did really well I think we are only a few injuries away though from being quite down to bare bones so I think we do need cool. more positions I think we need a, another striker I think we need some more defensive players because I'm not 100% sure on Matty Pollock and stuff, but 
it's great to see that the players who we were a bit unsure about last season have come out and produced a really like a great team like a super team it was i was so shocked literally like the first half everyone's looking around checking that we're actually watching the right game because it was unbelievable like don't get me wrong qpr were really poor but that doesn't take any credit away from the way that we played very good very good now katie you have joined the ranks of our good friends of voices from the vic or voices of the vic i should say and you're going to be doing stuff with them this season you've made a real fantastic start in the close season what sort of stuff are you looking forward to doing with those guys and how regularly are you doing stuff with them and where can people find it yeah, so it's honestly been really good to do through the preseason stuff. I've really enjoyed chatting to people from other clubs, like where our new signings have come from, and they've given like really good insight into the players, so we can know more about them. Lots of like previews for the games and talking about games afterwards. It's been really nice. The guys over there have been amazing, and it's it is a regular thing. It's very we're getting up to speed with a lot of content, like making as much as we can. But it's all on YouTube, it's all on Spotify, a lot of them are live, just on YouTube. So, But it, it's, it's been really good. Brilliant stuff. So there's, there, there you are. Voices of the Vic, do go and look out for it. As you say, they do put the put the YouTube stuff up live and then also you can catch it either on replay or on, or on audio as well. So do go and have a listen for that. But great stuff. Katie, I know it's only been one game. I know it's only been one game. But in terms of before the game was played and now... How many positions higher up mentally are you placing us than you had previously thought? You don't have to tell us what it was, but well, have we gone up two spaces in your brain or have we well, gone down six or, or what? Well, I originally said maybe like ninth, but that's given me a lot of hope. And if, I think if we can build on that performance and keep continuing, I think we could seriously maybe be around the playoffs. I don't want to be like maybe even higher, but I definitely think we could be in the playoffs. But we have to keep up with what we're doing and hope that nothing bad happens. Absolutely, absolutely. No, we don't need to get carried away. It was QPR, and if there are any QPR fans listening, commiserations and and yeah, what can we say? We had this at your place, but never mind. It must that must be a horrible that, that for them must be like when we got beaten three 0 by Brighton on the first game of the season. It, it was horrific. It was dreadful. But hey ho, it is one of those things. Justin, we're going to have to bring in now. We're going to have to bring him in. No, Thank you very I've much, seen, Katie. We're going to have to bring him in. in. Yeah, I'm going to go and go and go Ca- on mute for a bit. I think Ca- Carlos, the <laughs> head of the table for the prediction uh, league after one game. No, this has never been known. I'm, I'm, go I'm on. not going to be smug about this. Yeah. I promise. Go of course, on. I am. Unlucky boys. Four 0 I said, and four 0 it was. In your yeah, face. I think, to be fair, you were prompted by Richard Honey to go for no, no, Justin, 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 don't, don't make excuses for other people, please. I called it. It was my uh, prediction. I'm top of the league, a bit like Watford. But yeah, all good, all very good. It's been a, it's been a lovely day. I must admit, coming into this game, there was a little bit of trepidation about what to expect and who we're going to see. And then when it, Peter, we were stood opposite each other when the team came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and both our reactions were the same. They were like, oh dear, that's that's going to go bad. But listen, every single player out there wanted it, needed it. All, all the things that we, we haven't had over the last couple of seasons. So full credit to that team, full credit to the to the manager, coach, whatever you want to call him, and it, and, and just a fantastic performance. Yet QPR aren't the best 
they, they're going to struggle when we spoke to um, Richard. He, he was very... He, relegation was going to be his, his get-out clause by the sounds of it. And based on that, the first game of the season, it, it's not gone very well. But I think there's a few players... If, if, if we could add a, a couple of decent signings to that, to that attitude and to that team, there's a team there. There's a real team there. And, and Pat Butcher, God bless him, yeah, has, has, has gone out and gave a performance. And, and I'll call him Martins because I don't want to disrespect him because he wore a Watford shirt today and played for it. So I won't call him Pat Butcher, I'll call him Martins because he's done a superb job. One thing I do want to say oh. before you ask me any questions is... Go on. And I hope this gets asked. Uncle Ron, please come on. Please come out and speak about that performance because you're very vocal about when it's going wrong and when it's shit and all the other things. So come out and speak to us about when it's going well and have a positive attitude. Put your spin on it. Don't hide away in Florida. Please don't, because I'll lose respect for you and the other people will as well. Come out. People can... No, no, no. I'll say this is on me. It's nothing to... Go on, This is on me. Come out and speak. Come out and speak. Don't hide away because we've won and because it's a good performance. Come out and speak and say your piece like you normally do, like you're brilliant at. He's so articulate and do all the do, do all those great things. Come and speak. I know you're listening. That's there, it. There you go. There you go. The thing I said, I think I was talking to Carl Campion at the start when we were outside of the bunker when it came yeah. in, was if you can imagine, just for a second, and I'm not saying this has happened, but and I'm saying this obviously 4-0 afterwards, but I did say it beforehand, which was the way that, Ishmael plays, we've known, and everybody has said about it, there's a lot of intensity involved. You have to be fit. Yep. And all of those players have been, at the, the starting eleven had all been there since the start of that pre-season yep. when we got told all the players who were turning up tomorrow want to be here. Well, other Hungbo obviously got yep. went out and more players have gone out, etc. We know that. But he seems to have gone with, it seems to be almost a, you have to play with this intensity. You have to be this level of fitness. You have to get to that before you get onto the bench and before you get into the side. And if you're one of those players and you've been with him for seven weeks, you think, if I do it, I can keep my place. And it means that all of those other players coming in, because a lot of people were looking at it, and I was as well, at the bench and going, it's quite a strong bench he's got there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but, it, but it's no, you have, to, you have to almost wait your turn. So it'd be really interesting to see where he goes. But an imposit- a positive and encouraging start. I'll be, I'll be really interested to see what team he pits out on Tuesday against Stevenage because that's going to be... I don't want to say... I think Greg covered it. It's not that we don't care. It's I'll just be interested to see how how he goes about it. But, yeah, I think the intensity, every, everything that we've missed so, for so long, Peter, we all saw that today. We've all come away buzzing today. But before I go, I, I do want to say something, and this is... I know he's on here. I just want to say a massive congratulations to, to Rio Wolf. Who, who does a lot for disabled football, plays for Chelsea, I believe, yep. in, in terms of football. And what a character he is. I've had the, the privilege to, to meet him and speak to him. And he's an inspiration to, to anyone that feels they can't play football, whether it be man, woman, whatever. And I, I just want to say, Ria, because I know you're on here, mate, keep doing what you're doing. Absolute incredible effort. Fair play to you. Well, we were able to chat with him on Monday, and I used the very definition talking about amputee football, which is played you know, obviously with on crutches, saying it looked like injury on a stick. I'm such an idiot, but what can I say? I did say to him at the time, I don't have the words, but yeah, no, he's going to be in and around it, and we're going to be following that for certain because because that's all a, a lot of good stuff. So we'll see where we go with that. We'll see where we Peter, go. There. Peter, guess guess where I'm going now? 
Oh, I'm going to guess the market tavern. Well done, sir. I shall go into the bar and I shall leave you to it. God bless you all. Love you. See you next week. Come on, there, boys. There See he goes. Ya. There he goes. Soon to be completely potted, I shouldn't wonder. This is Thomas Priskin, and you are listening Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's have a look. We've got some people waiting, so we're going to get to it, it, into everybody as quick as we can. Oh, I'm very sorry, Bedfordshire Hornet. You need a kind of request again. You've fallen off, but you were there beforehand. Now, we are going to go to, we're going to carry on with this discussion about the Prediction League, because if you've seen anything of the of the Twitter, or you, you were unfortunate enough to listen to our prediction, you will have seen that this year, Justin and Carl are not just up against their EFL opponents. We're now putting them up against completely randomised draws. And also, oh, John, what are you doing? It's, I've got a spinning wheel of death with John there. Isn't that great? But he's basically going to be selecting score lines using backgammon dice, which I think is an excellent thing. So we'll find out about that in a little bit because he's kind of, he's gone, uh, he's gone one walkabout. Let's go and add. Let's go and add Sean in. See what Sean thought tonight from the from the from the Sir Elton John stand. Sean, sir, how are you doing? That was a bit good, wasn't well, it? You, that was a bit enjoyable. You know what? That's. Uh, I'm still buzzing. I'm absolutely buzzing. Everything I wanted to see and hoped, and if I'm honest, I didn't think I would see was there, and <laughs> I really wasn't looking forward to Valball. We saw none of it. I we were under the impression he might change all three strikers after 60 minutes as he has a habit he didn't change any he yeah. left them on the whole game but changed the entire midfield which I thought was great absolutely buzzing and I have got a little florida caveat and and, and I am in camp Justin I am not getting carried away with that today I'm Good. buzzing I loved it uh, more of it to come please however that QPR put out a first team and conceded five against Oxford. They got smacked today by Cambridge. Uh, we, they were incredibly poor. Sorry, I nearly said uh, his real name there. Pirlo was amazing today. He was fantastic. But he ain't going to be able to do that against the better teams. There was a few times where he's just a little bit big and a little bit slow on the turn. I think the big test for us is Stoke. Oh, that's a good and they have I don't know, I don't know how well they've started off but they have some the uh, they put some money down last year to clear the debt and they have they have certainly weighed into the market. I haven't gone to I haven't gone to and I will do because I'm being most remiss. I'm going to go into the score lines and find out where things are today. Did yeah, they, they play won today or they... against Rotherham. Okay. Well, there you go. That they we're going to have we we are sure as hell going to have stiffer tests, but we can only play as as Greg said earlier on. We can only play what what turns up against us, and we did that, and we looked 
and I'm not benchmarking us against anybody other than ourselves last season in this division, where the players were came out and it was like, well, what have you been doing? Whereas this year and this today, it was like, okay, we can see what you've been doing. That one element of trying to get the manager who's going to come in, have a game plan, coach them and try to get them to go to it, and they seem to be doing that, was really useful. And if you've decided to go with all of those players who were there and you stuck with them and you've get, said, I'm going to trust you, you go out and play it, and then everybody else has to come in and try to take the place off of you. For those team, those players coming in, they know they've got to do it, and they've got to do it in training to justify getting in the team. And that's how you build a culture. You make it competitive, and you don't suffer fools because you've got somebody else who's dying to take his place, hopefully. Well, that's right. And you, when you look at the sub-bench, I looked at that team and the, and the bench, and I thought we got it the wrong way around. It was madness, and yet... They looked trained. They looked like they were in the right positions. One thing I will say with Sir, Sir Alta, he he did he did like the bounce back pass. He wasn't afraid to do one touch, two yeah. touch stuff. And I and of course, like you said, he slots into the back two and makes a three, and he does the right things. But we saw that all over the park. Morris was coming into the centre midfield. Loser yeah. was hanging into the left back position. They were interchanging. It was Man City esque. Oh, it was, but it was, as we've said, against QPR. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. (laughs) There was one thing I saw today, which I don't know if you saw, which was Porteous went for a header halfway through the second half. It looked as they pulled up. Uh, did anybody else see this being called yes. Champions? Or yes, looks- and yeah, and uh, I don't think Pol- I don't think Pollock came on, did he? No, he didn't. He, no, but he did get stripped off. Yeah, he um, did. He, he was definitely getting ready. Just to correct one yeah. thing, Sean, by the way, because Matthias Martins did actually come off because then he moved. Oh, did he? Ch- for oh, Tads- yeah, he oh, moved Ch- for Tadze to the one. No, it's all right. It's just one. One, one I thought thing. he was fantastic today, but I know he scored and it was a flick-on header. Yeah, I still want to see a little bit more quality end product. And he did great. He buzzed around. He took men on. He found space. He cut in. Let's just see if that end product comes. Very good. What did you make? What did you make of Chuck Fatadze? Because I think of all the second half oh my changes God, and substitution. I'm getting his name in now. He's if he stays fit, he's player of the year. Ah, oh, there you go. Touch he's fit player of the year you could see just by his touch his vision his movement his want his hunger switching the ball uh, shaping the ball if he stays fit he's different league and again that versatility he does look like a vagrant though doesn't he (laughs) <laughs> yes, he does. He does look like he's been on about a, a, a three-day bender. There's no doubt about that. He looks like he's, yes, he has imbibed, shall we say. I, what, and again, another point of versatility, though, was he sat in that number eight role, replacing, I think, Loser or Tom Deli Bashiru, and brought a different dimension to it, which was just nice. Again, still with the caveat. It's just QPR. We know this. So we shall see. Brilliant stuff, Sean. Excellent as always. Now, we have been asking for... And he is here, everybody. Let me add him in. Guys, thank you very much for waiting. But the request has gone in for Uncle to come along. And when we've won and the game has gone well, to say his piece. Uncle, sir, what did you make of that that first half and then the 90 minutes overall? Opposition notwithstanding, what were your thoughts? Well, first half was excellent. And a, a f- delight to watch. Second there you half. go. <laughs> right? I don't know no, what people expect me to say. Um, no fair play you yeah. come here and you're saying what you saw second half sir what do you, what were your thoughts second half because it, it was gonna it was always gonna be a difficult one to carry on but 
What did you think of either the new lad or the rest of the game? What are your thoughts on it? No, Dave, Dave looked excellent. Dave, well done. Yes. Well done, everybody. Come yes. on, Dave. We're all agreed on this. Good. Go on. Well, disappointing compared to the first half. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know, it, wasn't, it wasn't as good as a negative because there's got to be one. I thought Batman was dreadful, absolutely dreadful. And a far better team and manager than QPR and Ainsworth will be targeting. But... It was a wonder. It was a great win. Fantastic. Does it render the last two seasons obsolete? Of course not. Does it mean that we'll get promoted? Time will tell. Does it mean we'll get relegated as I thought we might? Time will also tell. Cool. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I think if, if you listen to the preview show, the our, our, our friend, a QPR fan, Richard Honey, who's who's obviously pervaded over over two wins last season, but obviously he 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 did say, look, no, we are really not, we're really not good, and I think his his hope was for was for relegation. He really did think they were going to be very poor, and they were. So yeah, I think we have to all accept that we can't get too carried away, but we can certainly enjoy the evening there in terms of uh, of seeing. A team looking coached, but also, and I appreciate we've all been looking at this, 20 players going out, five players finally getting to five players now coming in. Have Do you, do you think we might have been over bloated previously? Or do you think there is, we're, we're too, we've just gone too far the other way this season? I'm not going to ask you who you want in, mm. but in terms of numbers and just depth, where, where do you think? Do you think we were too, too far one way, and now we've gone too far the other, or what, what? What are you looking for? No, it has gone too far the other way. We're we're very light, I think, in terms of squad numbers. I've said that all summer. Where are the signings? We we are yeah. light, and as you saw with the substitutions, there was a and apart from Dave, of course, but the others, there was a noticeable <laughs> there was a noticeable drop off. So. I think we're very light, but we weren't. We didn't have too many players. They were just rotten players. They were just bad eggs and bad players. So they had to go. And people have been saying to me, "Oh, how can you be complaining? We got rid of the players." Well, of course we had to get rid of those players, but you can't get rid of them all and not have uh, the required number of bodies needed for a forty-six game league season. Cool. Cool. Well, we can now at least look at the rest of the transfer window and really pick out who we think is needed and required. But we can enjoy tonight. And the final question on on the crow. Now, the crow has obviously split many people, myself included, who took the piss right royally from Scott Duxbury at the Q and A uh, about crow and the uh, bio and the amount he cost and all sorts of stuff. And it was the only time when Scott Duxbury went, "Oh, come on!" For once, I'd pushed it too far. I, I did my best. What did you make of his first half? and second half performance because he did play the whole game and we saw what we had last year which was somebody who knew what was going on in the box I, I, I thought we saw a different dimension to his game did you see the same thing I did with his back to goal yeah I was very impressed with him he could have easily have had a hat trick and his goal record even before today for Watford wasn't yeah. too bad and I and again I said last season I thought it was very strange that we loaned him out it was a completely unnecessary alone last season who knows how he would have done over the course of the season is he going to get 20 goals don't know but to have him there he should be there he deserves a chance I think he's okay he's not he doesn't he shouldn't have been loaned out I think it was a terrible decision last cool. year 
Cool. I think everybody agrees, and we talked about it the other day. We do need, we think, a striker beyond that for another option. And Healy is obviously on the bench, but didn't get on today. But there you go. Uncle has come on. We've won. Excellent first half performance. Questioning about Backman's about Backman's distribution, I think, which which gave a few people palpitations today. But there we go. There we go. Uncle Sir, have a great weekend, and we will catch you soon, no doubt. Let's go across to let's go across to uh, Mr. Alex King. Who knows? Is he with his uncle or is he not with his uncle? Who knows? Mr. Alex King, sir. Where are you? If you hit your mic button. Hello. Uh, oh, there he is. There he is. It's Mr. Alex King, everybody. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. I'm actually with a special guest. I think the last time oh, we no, did I'm this, not. the last time we did oh. this, we'd lost 4-0 to Swansea. And now we've won Brilliant. Today. We've got Alex's game. uncle, everybody. This is, this is... <laughs> one game against Love it. an incredibly poor side. Yeah. I'm just glad that they looked as if that, like, they were trying, weren't they? Which, how often could you say at last season? Exactly. So they've tried. Exactly. They don't care if they win, lose, draw, whatever. As long as they try. That's all I ask. Yeah, I don't care about just, anything else. I don't support Watford because they bloody win. Brilliant them, you stuff. Know what I mean? Too, too um, true. Last year, you couldn't say that they'd met before half the time. No, I was just to say, it was just nice to actually see them try. I think it was really impressive that I genuinely believe that if we can impose ourselves on teams like QPR even put a bit of pressure on was amazing and like I say I think I know it's one game but I think a lot of sides will come to us and sit back and I think that we've shown that we can impose ourselves on teams and I think that goes that'll go quite a way and like I say, I, I, people say losers know the match, but Christ knows what they did to Ngakia over the summer. He was, just, <laughs> he was different. He was, um, he was unbelievable. And Martin's looked completely different. Yeah, I think it was really good. I think the only thing I would say is that I think Batman is going to give me a heart attack repeatedly this season for <laughs> trying to play out. Yeah. And I think that if teams beat the press... It looks slightly vulnerable, but I think that's the high risk, high reward nature of how we're going to play this season. And that we might snatch the ball back, but if we do get done around the outside, then or, or get done over the top, that could be a slight concern. But I think that was really impressive. Really impressive. No, absolutely. Good hope, stuff. I just hope, I hope we stuff Plymouth because I've never liked Plymouth. Uh, yes. Sorry, I've sworn I'm saying so that. I've never liked them after the event. <laughs> Do you remember the whole stand was basically the monkey Charlie John Barnes the entire game? It was bloody awful. I've never liked them, and I really hope he's stuffed. I will do it today to them. There you go. There you go. Let's go and do Plymouth. If we're here for any one thing, it's to make sure that we've got a dislike to certain areas of the country for no necessary apparent reason. But here, that one, that went, went all the way back to '84 when, yes, they yeah. didn't give John, they didn't give John Barnes a, a minute's rest, and so he just basically planted the ball on George Riley's head, and then we went to Wembley. There we go. That was all good. That was all good. Let's add in Mr. Paul Viander Turno, who's been waiting. Sorry, guys, if you've been waiting a while, we will get you in to find out what everybody body thinks. But there we go. We'll be coming to, to Rich and to Martin, to Paul, to Shane, and then to Rio, and we'll be coming to Jack in the meantime as well. Mr. Viander Turno, sir, if you want to hit your uh, hit your microphone button. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. It's everybody travelling back. What did you make of that? Sir? Well, all, all of that added time today. It felt it feels like we come back from a midweek kickoff or something. So it's getting dark out now. But look, 
<laughs> I thought loads of positives today. Started with a bunker being open and there was a good vibe in there. So lovely to see that up and running again. Was a bit worried when I saw the lineup. I'm not going to lie, but whatever they've done to Ngakia and, and Morris, it was good. They just seemed well drilled and the, the warm-up seemed quite positive and they knew where they were going. And you score after 30 seconds and no one had a chance to get a moan in, really, did they? So... All in all, QPR, let's be honest, no, not a very good opponent, but that's the kind of team last year that we suffered against every time. So, you know, absolutely fantastic world drill performance. But two standouts for me, seeing a player injured and seeing our players actually carrying on a warm-up with a ball while they were waiting twice, I don't think I've seen that for years at Watford. Yeah. And also in the second half, when they took a drinks break, they all went over to get instructions. Again, if you think of some of our uh, players over the last couple of years that would then have a little trot off the side of the pitch and disappear and not be interested, it's just a, it's a welcome change. Have we got the squad to keep that intensity up for 46 games? I think we all know the answer to that. We need to strengthen. But let's be honest, the 4-0 opening day victory... We'll take that and hopefully that will give Mr. Gino a chance to maybe do a couple more deals in the next week or two just to strengthen, but very positive start. And a fair play to Uncle Ron for coming on and being positive as well because that's a welcome change as well. So fair play to you, Rupert, this evening. Fair play indeed, fair play all round. What did you think of and should we still be calling him Dave or are we being disrespectful? I think we should try and get a chant going that goes with Chakademus and Pliers. But I need someone to try and come up with better lyrics than me because there's something in that song potentially, but it needs someone that's a bit of a lyricist to do some work on it. Well, I am aware of somebody who is who is doing some good work. It's not Chakademus and Pliers, but I won't I won't be taking anybody's thunder. But what watch these spaces? They may they may be uh, they may be coming soon <laughs> with some somebody's excellent creativity. But there we go. Do you think we should be calling him Dave? Yes or no? Are you in the Dave for camp or the Dave against? I think Dave has definitely got potential to see the season out. But if he scores a goal, let's be honest, we're just going to go crazy anyway, aren't we? So he looks a lot of fun every time he's on the ball. He's he, he, he's just really interesting. He's got a an opportunity to cut either way, but really cut in on his right, and then he you know an eye for a pass. And yeah, no, he was he, for me. He was like the spark for the second half. Once those changes were made, even when he was in midfield, he looked like he'd pick it up and move the ball quickly. And the tempo with which we played the ball, and I appreciate we still played the ball around a little bit at the back, but we seemed to be doing it with purpose and opening teams up. Pivotal point, as people have said, when we get to play Stoke and when we get to play these other teams as well, is is seeing us try to put that that into play. Then that's going to be that's going to be interesting and, and and important. Thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate you've had some news this week, and I hope everything's going all right with that as these things go. But it's nice that Watford have given you given us all something something good to enjoy this evening. It doesn't make the as I say, one swallow does not make a summer, but it's nice to have something to smile about. Absolutely. Uh, much appreciate it, Peter. Thank you. Much. Rich, how are you doing? What did you think of that? Oh, wasn't that good? That was a lot better, wasn't it? That was <laughs> a lot better. No, it was really good. Really, really positive. Yes, 
taking to the opposition. They're not great, are they? Let's face it. It's hard to think of a worse team down at Vicarage Road for a few years, apart from our own one. They were terrible. But you do what you have to do. You get the goal early and you take the momentum and go for it. The amount of transitions, the fluidness of the balls. And you can see a team that's been coached and we've been waiting for that for God knows how many years. And full credit to the manager. He was there. He was cajoling. He was, they were working. They were directing and who would have said that we'd have ever seen a situation where uh, with young Jeremy and Kakia passing the ball beautifully into the opposition penalty box to Siri Alta, yes Siri Alta, who swivels and crosses the ball and Bayo bangs it into the back of the net. You'd have got good odds on that sort of scenario a few last season. My goodness. And as I said to said to you guys and Justin previously, get Bayo in the box to score goals. He should have had his hat trick today. Justin would have been guy oh, would have been all over me. I'd said to him, he's gonna get hat trick today. He was laughing his head <laughs> off at me and I was so frustrated. That little that edge I'm listening. He, he should have had I'm listening. Yeah, I know you are buddy. I know you are God he should have had his hat trick, but no great. Yes. To me, picking a man of the match, it's a hard one today. Very, they're a great performance from the vast majority of the team. I thought Tom Deli-Bashiri, oh my goodness, what yeah. a performance in that midfield. So to be where he was to score the goal after 30 seconds, the few, beautiful ball from Loser, I think it was, and he was there and he was getting stuck in. I agree with somebody, I think Jack Greg said it or somebody said it, that Martins has beefed up in the sub. The right back on him tried to knock him off the ball so many times and never succeeded and gave up in the end. I thought, I'm sorry, he's always going to be Rodney for me. Rodney was magnificent when he came on. Good old Dave. And that, that Dave. player there. And we're going to need somebody to unlock defences this season. There's no question about it. And I think he's got the keys. He looks something different, something above what we've got and really exciting player to watch. Big centre-forward. Yeah, I, I like Bayo, don't get me wrong. And I and actually agree with what, what Ron said. He deserves his place. He deserves to be in that squad. He, he looks yeah. a lot better player. He, he brought players into the game and he played the whole 90 minutes and he was involved the whole time. And, and with a bit of luck, he would have had his hat-trick and, and full credit to him. And, and I like him. I like centre-forwards to get into the penalty box. But if you could get a really big, strong, tough centre forward into that team, we could suddenly be a bit more of a, a threat, threatening team. And, and who knows, we might threaten the top six. But if they, if the boys could do that, where, where we've got to try and temper the, the enthusiasm too much is we don't want Pozzo getting carried away and thinking, there you go, there's your squad. We still need players. Anybody that takes today's game on face value and just says, that's it, we've done it. I'm sure there's not most Watford fans are very sensible. That would be a stupid way to think of things. We need bodies. Yeah, yes, he are out to look decent at yeah, defensive midfielder, but there's going to be better teams coming to Vicarage Road this year and certainly away from home. It's a, yeah, I believe it's a top two uh, game next week against Plymouth and um, anybody that thinks Plymouth are going to come and play like QPR are going to get a very quick reminder. They didn't win the league last year for nothing. They've already requested 5,000 tickets. They, the Green Army are, are desperate to come in and they're going, they want promotion. They've not got no under, under any illusions. Um, they're coming for a victory tomorrow, next Saturday, so we need to be up for it. And that will be, a, if we're sitting here next this time next weekend saying that we've had another good victory, then maybe we can start to think, yeah, OK, this is going to be a better season than we all hoped. And uh, great, and well, I'm not going to end on a negative too much. I do share everybody's 
I, and I'm sure it is most people I'm concerned about. Batman always have been, always will be. You know, what he was doing today he could have been chipped a couple of times. And I, but, but I will say that he's been directed to do that by the manager. So we've got to give it some legs. But you do that against better teams, we're going to get caught and we're going to be in trouble. But no, when you think Asprilia didn't get any minutes today, Healy didn't get any minutes, in still to come. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of beef coming in. As I say, add a decent centre forward, a really top centre forward. I mean, QPR have blown their budget on Bekovic by the look of it, and he's probably saved them three goals today, let alone the four that went past. And we need our budget spent on a really top level centre forward and get another decent defensive midfielder in there. I think Livermore would be great. I just don't think his legs would be a ninety minute player. I don't think any of us think that. We could have a very good season. It was exciting. The crowd were up. Good stuff. And they were playing good pressing football. And long may that continue. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. I like the idea about, because Justin also said about Slavin Bilic's first game, yep. Stoke 4-0. Yep. And you mentioned there, 4-0. So today's Pete's overly convoluted question is going to be a cautionary tale of 4-0 wins. Yep. Back in 1980... Watford went to the Dell, for it was indeed the Dell at Southampton, mm. and Southampton won by four goals to nil. <laughs> and in the return leg, mm-hmm. Watford did triumph by seven goals to yeah. one. Oh. You've got to get the answer in. We've already we've got we've got one person who's at uh, at the top of the table. We only had three points, and there he is sitting atop the table. If you want to get into the table for the convoluted question league, can you tell me who were the goal scorers for Watford? Seven, Southampton one. It's a cautionary table about 4-0 defeats. They're very dangerous things, and we can't get carried away. So we're not doing that. So I look forward to seeing who gets the who gets all of those goal scorers. And obviously it's going to help if you're of a certain age. Next week we will go for something that doesn't involve you being in the previous century. Who knows? Who knows? Rich, we'll look forward to seeing you after Plymouth. Fingers crossed. Let's see how we go. Let's see how we go. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Take care. Have a good evening. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.